welcome to the Field of Dreams Business Podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Orfis. Uh, very excited tonight. We have episode number 21 with Kristen Bartholomew. She is the EQ coach for moms. She is coaching and emotional intelligence certified. Uh, she offers one-to-one -one coaching, group coaching, team trainings, workshops, and speaking engagements. Uh, she helps moms step outside of themselves, back from the life they desire and deserve. So very excited to bring Kristen on. She's a friend of mine through the McKinney Chamber of Commerce here in Texas. Uh, she is a networker, even though she is a mom, and she's a game changer, and she impacts a lot of lives. So let's go ahead and bring Kristen on. Let's get right to the show, and let's have some fun. Hey, Kristen. Good evening. How are you? Hey, Stephen. Thanks for having me. Good to Thanks see you. On. We have six people on already. They're excited for you to be here. Awesome. Well, I'm excited. Uh, very cool. So we'll take some live questions with you on and, and we'll get rolling. Uh, so excited for you to tell your story because I know we've talked behind stage and uh, yeah. more about you and how you can impact some moms out there, uh, especially in Texas and all over the world with your Zoom capabilities. So. Yeah. Let's kick it off. So for my Field of Dreams business podcast, tell us one thing that my audience wouldn't know about you. Wouldn't know about me. Well, I've only lived in Texas since last August, so I'm new to Texan, uh, to, to Texas. I'm trying to be a good Texan. I'm drinking my Texas uh, water, and okay. I'm trying really hard to say y'all as often as I possibly can. Um, but I love it here. Just like the saying goes that, you know, I wasn't born here. I got it here as quickly as I could. Mm -hmm. It's true for me as well. So my family and I love it here, but I've actually kind of spanned around a few different areas in the U.S. I was born out in California, spent the first nine years of my life there. And then the next nine years of my childhood um, was in the Chicago suburbs. So when people ask me where I'm from, for my childhood, I kind of say, well, kind of 50-50 because I spent the first nine years there, the second nine years in Chicagoland, and then all of my adult years there as well until just this past fall. That's so exciting. Yeah. So you're, you're a new Texan like myself, only three months in. So yes, uh, trying to figure out the way I'm using y'all too and wearing the cowboy boots and trying yep. to slow up eating and talking and uh, integrating into the culture. But I know you, you've done a great job. I've been watching you grow and, and uh, just get into the community. So I know you're, you're pushing, pushing the limits there, which I love watching. Yes. Thank you. I love it. We love it here. Excellent. So, uh, Kristen, let's get into your background a little bit. I know you're a mom of three. Yep. Tell us a little bit about your family and your setup and your kids and, and yeah. we'll go from there. So my husband and I met in college. We went to DePaul University in the city in Chicago. Um, and we got engaged actually while we were at school. We actually got married while we were in school. I got married my senior year of college during Christmas break. Uh, yep. How crazy is that? He was only a year out. And um, I was in school for elementary education. So I did my student teaching that spring um, and then uh, kind of tried to ramp up my teaching uh career during that following school year, did some substitute teaching in the Chicago public schools, which was um, an interesting and cool experience. And then a year later, found out that we were expecting our first baby. So um, we kind of jumped right into marriage, jumped right into starting a family. And uh, it happened really fast and really young. And it was an amazing, amazing time in our lives. So uh, we have three kids. Our oldest is um, 15. She's a freshman in high school. Um, our middle is our son, and he is in fifth grade. He's 11 years old. And then our youngest is our other daughter, and she's five, and she's in kindergarten. Oh, that's adorable. Wow. Yes, they're wonderful. I know, I know you're running in multiple directions. So, Yeah. In uh, fact, next year, I'll have one at all three schools. 
I have an okay. elementary, a middle, and a high school. So I will spend lots of time in the pickup line. I talk about that a lot. Um, I actually do little uh, short videos from my car in the pickup line. <laughs> I just spend a lot of time in the school pickup line. Yes, you do. Yes, you do, for sure. And you're outnumbered now with three. So yes, you and your husband got to really counter that, right? Yes, for that's. sure. So no, you do a fantastic job. And um, I know we met through the McKinney Chamber of Commerce and yeah. always there every Wednesday integrating with the, the local community and um, just love watching you grow. And, and we've talked about your coaching field of dreams and what, where you want to take it and you're making big strides and tell, tell the audience a little bit about your 15 day journal coming out for emotional intelligence and yeah. how are you about that. So I'm working on uh, my first published work. Um, it's a 15-day journal. And what it is, is it's really an opportunity for anyone that's interested. I primarily work with women, primarily work with moms. Um, and it gives an opportunity to kind of get a glimpse into some of the learnings that I've had around EQ, um, some ways that it shows up in my life, and then um, gives after after each like little story or excerpt that's in there, um, there's at least a full page, if not two, um, opportunities for that, the participants to journal. There are some cool, um, inventories that they take, uh, some activities, some goal setting worksheets. Um, and so it's super interactive and, um, it's a learning experience and an interactive growth experience. Cool. That's so exciting. And yeah. I know you, uh, recently launched the EQ coach, uh, for moms podcast. Yes. I'm loving doing that. Um, when, when you invited me onto the podcast, that was so cool because I just love it. It, I, I love sharing, um, what I'm learning. I love talking to, uh, my guests and, and hearing what they're kind of exploring and learning. And so what we do is, um, mm -hmm. I kind of do a flip flop every other week. I give just a quick, maybe 10, 15 minute mini cast where I, just kind of share some thoughts, kind of, kind of like a verbal blog per se, um, where I just kind of share what's going on, um, some new learnings that I have, some tips for the mom, some encouragement, support. Um, mm -hmm. And then on the alternating weeks, I have a guest and we really dig in, we go deep. And yeah. each week we cover a different um, sub-competency uh, sub uh, or sub-scale um, of EQ. So we're talking about empathy. We're talking about impulse control. This last week was all about social responsibility. What's it like to be um, a servant in your community to serve others um, either at home or at your church or within your business? Um, servant, you know, leadership, all of the above. So, so we just go deep and um, we just, we challenge our listeners and we give them food for thought and just bring out, bring out some different ways of thinking. That's excellent. Yeah. And, and you've really inspired balance between chasing after, you know, those professional dreams that we all have uh, and maintaining intentional motherhood. And I know from a mother standpoint, me with two young kids, I've watched my ex-wife go through that and it is a challenge and when you mix in other distractions and other things going on in life, you guys definitely have the most difficult thing uh, to fight through uh, between your personal dreams, your your family dreams, and um, you guys you guys got to you get the stick of dealing with it all. So, uh, yeah. tell us a little bit more about that and how do you decipher? Hey, I want to achieve my my professional dreams, but how do I not affect my family? You know, yeah. to the extent of of dragging us backwards and keeping us move, you know, moving forward on that train. Yeah. Well, I think one of the biggest things is that we were told that we can do it all and, uh, we can't do it all at the same time. Mm -hmm. And so for me, 
it's been a matter of finding out when to say yes to things, when to say no, and maybe when to say not right now. Yeah. Um, and so when my kids were little, I knew that I wanted to be very intentional with my mothering. Um, and I say intentional motherhood because it looks different for everyone. For me, mm -hmm. that meant having flexibility. That meant being able to chaperone field trips, being there at the pickup line and the drop off in the morning. Um, an example, my son, you know, uh, wasn't feeling good at school today. And I just was able to just go pick him up and, and, and bring him home. And, and he felt bad. He, he kept apologizing. And I said, you know what, buddy, this is why I'm doing what I'm doing. Yeah. Um, I've chosen this on purpose, yeah. um, for us, for you, for our family. Wow. So, at the same time, I want to grow something amazing. You know, I was at the chamber meeting this morning, right? Um, and I had a one-on-one -on -one networking meeting right afterwards. And I've got some fantastic coaching clients that I'm working with. Yep. Um, but it's always through finding the balance that I'm looking for. And I find more and more women are trying to find this balance. And the number one thing they're looking for is flexibility. Yep. And so sometimes we have to create our own flexibility. And um, so that that's what we work through a lot. Oh, powerful. And uh, I think Field of Dreams uh, really speaks to your mission. You yeah. Know, help moms get to there because yeah. uh, sometimes you don't have a roadmap, you know, and what, mm -hmm. what, success, what success really looks like and what does it mean for you? What does it mean for your family? And what does it mean yeah. for your future? So exactly. I'll be breaking that down for them and, and helping them uh, make a difference in your community. So uh, tell us a little bit more about your leadership experience and how it combines with that savviness and coaching your clients and how the empathy and your uh, challenge resulting in unimaginable growth. Explain that a little bit. Yeah. Well, so like I said, I had um, my first daughter at, uh, what was I, 24 when I had her. I had just gotten out of college, hadn't really started my career yet. Um, but right away, I could kind of feel this rub of, I don't want to go into something full-time outside of the home. I really wanted to find something that I could um, blend my personal and my professional life together really well with. So I got a work from home job back in 2009 before work from home was a thing. Yeah. Um, I did that for four years. During that time, I had my son. When he was about six months old, I started to kind of feel this itch to want to do something outside of the home. Um, and my husband actually encouraged me. He was working at a church at the time uh, up in Chicagoland, a large church. And he said, hey, you should check it out and see if there's a campus, if the campus near us is, is hiring. Um, they were. And so this was really kind of the beginning of a new journey for me. Um, I remember going to the um, interview, putting on a dress that I hadn't worn since before <laughs> having kids and just feeling like, who the heck am I? What yeah. am I doing? <laughs> um, I went in, I did the interview, I got the job Ooh. and it was kind of off to the races. I oversaw 250 volunteers in our kids ministry. Um, yeah. I, I recruited them, onboarded them, trained them and without knowing it, coached them. I uh, didn't have the verbiage for it at the time <laughs> and just learned so much about leadership development through that role. Um, and through my time at that church, that church was mm. high in the leadership development area. And so it really gave me um, tons of resources, tons of learnings. I did that for a few years. Um, and then an opportunity came up um, for me to um, jump into an executive assistant role. Oh, wow. And, um, when I transitioned into that role, then my eyes really got opened to what I was capable of. I, uh -huh. I kind of seen myself evolve and grow over my time there during that time. I also had my third child. Um, and so uh -huh. again, balancing that personal and professional every single mm -hmm. day. Um, when I started that role, 
I was really given the opportunity to um, be a thinking partner, to kind of start to strategize. I was part of the culture team. I took on some different leadership roles and it, it made me start thinking differently about myself. I would say it was a continue evol continued evolution the whole time, but that transition really made me think differently about myself. Yeah. In that time, I ran the Chicago Marathon. Um, I got my SHRM um, certification in human resources, and I just started saying yes to things. Um, and so I just, I encourage women to start saying yes to things. If you're given opportunities and something is kind of tugging at you, and this would go for men as well, um, once you start saying yes, then the doors really start to open up for you and you realize what you're capable of. Um, yeah. You can start being a little more particular about what you say no to. Yeah. Um, you're not letting other people say no for you, right? Mm -hmm. At that point. Um, yeah. So I, I spent that time at, at the ch in church world for eight and a half years. Um, I, I, from there transitioned into, um, Chick-fil-A as an HR director at one of their franchises up in the Chicagoland area. Um, I was there again, their HR director there. I, I did similar things. I recruited, I onboarded, I trained, I led, um, learned more about just a fantastic, um, culture, leadership, culture, leadership styles. During that time, I got my coaching certification Ooh. and said, you know what? I'm going to say yes to something big and I'm going to start my own coaching firm. And I did, um, started oh. a coaching organization, KMB coaching, um, got my certification in emotional intelligence. And at this point, I really don't think there's anything that I'd feel like I'd need to say no to. Yeah. Um, you know, I am focusing on taking my strengths and leaning into them. And when there's somewhere for me to grow, it's an opportunity, not, not a defeat for me anymore. Yeah. And when you have a, you know, it's pretty cool. You said it, but when you have a vast array of experience, you know, those fears start to diminish. Yeah. So those big moves that, you know, maybe it's, whether it's starting your own business or uh, going into a new venture, it, yep. it starts to not scare you and you just go into flow, you go into faith, you go into whatever you believe in, but it, yeah. uh, it really takes over in your mind. So I love mm -hmm. seeing that smile and, and your, uh, and the way you operate. And I can tell you're super passionate about what you do and yeah, absolutely, uh, it's great to watch people and their genius, you know, which, yeah. which I loved over the years and continue to do. So very cool. So on the speaking engagement side, do you, where do you enjoy speaking the most? What types of audiences? You know, I love to just speak in front of women who want to take a step outside of themselves and they know that they have more gas in the tank. They're just not quite sure how to use it. Yeah. Um, I, I want to help women think differently about themselves and their possibilities. Yeah. Um, you know, they're in the position that they're in because they probably want to be there. Um, most of, most of my, my women are moms. Some of them are grandmas and, and they are looking for something more for themselves, for their family, for their profession. Yeah. Um, and so to be in front of a group of women that is ready for something more is just invigorating. It's exciting. Mm, for sure. And that, that energy feeds off each other for sure. Mm-hmm. The, uh, so as far as workshops, what type of workshops do you do? Yeah. So I do emotional intelligence workshops. Um, I'm actually going to be doing um, a breakout next week at, um, yeah. at a women's, uh, conference. I can get you that information that you can link in. Yeah. Um, and it is going to be so awesome. We're going to talk about empathy. Um, mm. and oftentimes as women and as moms, um, we are, 
taught and we are really, really good at showing empathy for others and really, really bad at showing empathy for ourselves. Mm -hmm. And so we're going to spend a lot of time learning not only how to empathize with other people, but also to give ourselves grace um, because that's probably one of the best gifts we can give ourselves. No doubt about that. I think you're, you're speaking to us guys out there yeah. uh, about this because I think it goes both ways and absolutely a strong foundation can could really help both uh, the man and the woman level up, you know, during these yeah. times. And, you know, that's when you guys, I think the relationship really needs to dig in and support one another. And yep. uh, you guys can understand each other on a deeper level. That's kind of next level stuff. So um, Agreed. Would, you, would you say communication would be a big, big piece of that for the, you know, the mom to communicate right to their significant other about absolutely what, what is their field of dreams, right? What that's, do they want to do? Yeah. That's actually something that's in the journal. Um, one of the, one of the sections of the journal I just wrote about um, really communicating to your husband, you know, and it would go both ways of, of what you need and how to support each other, right? That we have this cohesive unit um, that we are working to just move forward together. Um, we are modeling this for our children. We're modeling this for the next generation, whether you're married or whether you're single, these young people, are watching you. and um and so for us to, to keep i think something is jumping in here you're not uh no we're good okay. uh, hold on. i think i got a comment here hold on maybe that's what it is here we go eric said now that's a real catchphrase not enough talk on emotional intelligence good stuff so oh good okay awesome even the guys want to hear which is pretty cool yes that's so great i love um, it Thanks, zach, eric. Wood, zach wood said love this so thank you zach for tuning in we appreciate your support yes uh, awesome. even, the guys, even the guys are jumping in which is awesome that's great yeah and and i think that again you know something that i think we don't talk about enough is that that we as adults really are setting the tone for this next generation. And they're seeing plenty of bad, um, you know, representation and oh. uh, examples out there. And so if we can kind of rise above that and be a voice of reason, if we can show good emotional intelligence and good communication skills um, with each other, men and women together working to, um, you know, encourage one each other and support one, one another, uh, that that's a great, really great gift to give our children and to give this next generation. Agreed. And, uh, you know, I, I really truly believe I'm Italian, but those strong women, man, it's, it, it really does change the game. And I love that you're getting out there and, yeah. um, you know, bringing that to the world and helping them find their why and their passion. Mm -hmm. uh, it does, it does strengthen the home and, you know, us guys are here to protect and do what we need to do. But when you guys are strong and, and your why, um, I think that house is even, it just really changes the game and, and you guys yeah. are a powerhouse and you deal with so many changes, whether it's your body, whether it's your, your careers and, and always adjusting. And, you know, I'm just speaking for myself, but yeah. you know, it's much easier for some of us on the, on the man side to be able to get up and go, what we need to do, you know, take yeah. yes to things. And you guys always have to really think, you know, multi twisted and figure out, does it make sense for the family? And you guys kind of are the ones that, have to really sacrifice even more sometimes, you know, depending on the household. Yeah. So give a lot of credit. And, 
and gladly do it I, is yeah. what I would like to say, you know, for myself, at least I can't speak for every woman, but for me, you know, sometimes it can feel overwhelming. It, frequently yeah. it can feel overwhelming, but I wouldn't want it any other way. Right. Okay. Um, when my kids get hurt, I want them to call for me. Um, I want them to need me in an appropriate way at this age. So yeah. And, and even thinking back through, um, you know, you kind of touched on something that I want to, I want to hit on real quick. Cause I think that this is an important part of my story. And yeah. I like to say it, um, when I decided to run the marathon, it was not something that I planned on doing. I, I went for an informational meeting about the half marathon. I had never run any races before in my life. Um, I had just had my third baby. She was about 18 months old, I believe when I signed up and, um, I kind of thought of it as this is just going to be, you know, I'm going to kind of do a half marathon. Maybe I'll train for a while. We'll see if it actually happens. And I went to this meeting and they talked so highly about the full marathon that I just felt like, okay, I have to sign up for it. So yeah. I went home on a whim, signed up for the Ooh. thing. But as I was training, something that kept coming back, a message that kept coming back to me was just that I wanted my daughters and my son to see that women's bodies are used for great things, right. that we can actually accomplish things, that we can run yep. and, and do something cool, that it's not just ornamental, right? That, that, and so even getting back to kind of our purpose and, and fulfilling dreams and, and modeling it to, to ourselves, everything we do sends some sort of a message. Some yep. of them are more powerful than others. And so even, even running a marathon, I knew that my kids were watching me and I knew my girls were watching me and my son. And that was, you know, part of my vision for that. Oh, that's, that's amazing. And when, when did you complete that race? That was in 2019. 19. Okay. So mm -hmm. did, you book, did you book the next one yet is the question. <laughs> no, <laughs> I have not. <laughs> I give you credit. I hate running. So. Uh, yeah, so do I. You <laughs> still did it. So God bless. That's amazing. And, uh, so tell us a little bit more about, I know you have an elementary education background. I do. What is this HRSHRM? Explain that a little bit. Yeah. So I went to, I went to college for elementary ed. Um, I've had, I think I was always meant to do what I'm doing because looking back, um, I was accepted to college um, for the marketing department, right into the business school. Um, thinking I was going to be working at some Chicago marketing firm, you know, clicking my heels on the street. And, um, yeah, two years in, I said, okay, um, I think I need something that's going to be a little more conducive to what I want to do long-term with raising my kids. So, uh, I actually transitioned halfway through my college into the elementary ed department, kind of, uh, partly for the fact that I liked working with kids, but really more so that I was looking for something that would really support my goal of raising my kids and being flexible. That mm. was very much on my mind, even back when I was what, 19, 20. Um, yeah. and, and so it's just, it's interesting to watch how I made that transition so long ago. And now I'm still helping women make that transition. I'm still, you know, that's still what okay. I talk about frequently. Um, and so I did that back in college, got my elementary ed degree, right away kind of felt like, okay, this is that, you know, on the nose elementary ed job wasn't necessarily going to fulfill what I was looking for, mm -hmm. but it did, it did play a part in, you know, I, my first job at the church was with in, in the, uh, 
in the kids ministry mm-hmm. um, and in child childhood, um, early childhood stuff there, you know, right. so I did definitely carry that through with me. I think it, I think it helped me with some of my ability to teach and train um, and, you know, probably helped me with some of my just innovative ability to, to think differently about paying attention to who I'm working with. Right. Um, Cause when you're working with kids, you have to be able to flex. <laughs> and so I think that yeah. even still that's part of who I am. Um, and then for the HR piece, um, I got my, it's called SHRM. It's the Society for Human Resources Management. And um, you can get your SHRM certified uh, professional certificate. Um, and when I did that, that was when I really realized that I wanted to get more into that people development role. And I wasn't quite sure how it was going to look at the time. I didn't know if I was going to go into an organization and do leadership development um, or people people development, a people role there, or how it was going to look. So it's just kind of, kind of been like a peeling back of the onion of, you know, that first layer of realizing, okay, I want something that's flexible with my kids. That next layer of, okay, I want to do something with people and leadership development And then continuing to get deeper and deeper. Okay. I want to do coaching. Okay. I want to do emotional intelligence. Okay. I actually want to do emotional intelligence for moms. And here I am. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I've watched you really niche down and go after your target market. And I think that's a good uh, learning lesson for all entrepreneurs. And I'm doing the same with my coaching business and my my window business. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's so important to really niche down. And go after one thing, so you're not being drawn in multiple directions. Yep. And, uh, you can attract the right people and the right audience. Right. Absolutely. I love, I love what you said about the coaching the youth because I get so much out of coaching baseball and my 12 year old team, and these mm-hmm. kids are like so amped up about life, and it yeah. really makes you transition your thoughts and your patterns. Mm-hmm. Be a leader, and also to be able to adapt to different personalities. You know, yes. I think that's yes. the beautiful thing about the youth is they really make you dive in and think about, you know, how, how do I deal with, with this kid compared to this kid? And how do I get to them? How do I get to their soul? And how do I yep. uh, impact them to make a difference in their own life? So I know Absolutely. you do that. Moms yeah. Over. And I love seeing the pictures that you post with when you're coaching. I mean, your passion around it and your excitement <laughs> around it, it just shows so clearly. And so I have no doubt. <laughs> that the boys that are on your team just feel it, you know, a hundred percent from you. I appreciate that so much. And uh, tell us a little bit about what is your definition of success, Kristen? Oh, my definition of success. That's a great question uh, for myself. Um, for you. The definition of success for myself is um, having a choice in what I say yes and no to. Mm. That That would probably be my definition of success. And I would say that I'm pretty much there. Um, and um, am pretty able to say yes and no to what fits into the, you know, where I feel like God's calling me, where I mm-hmm. feel like my family needs me yeah. and, uh, where I feel like I want to go professionally. Yeah. Um, and I think that once you start hitting that stride that, um, you know, there's kind of, as long as you, as long as you remain focused, you're, you're going in the right direction and you're going to be used for the ways that you're supposed to be used in, in mm-hmm. the world. Yes, ma'am. Powerful. And uh, give us, tell us, who do you look for guidance and mentorship? 
who do I look for guidance and mentorship? Well, faith is number one for me. Mm. Um, so I'm a strong believer in Jesus and, um, you know, he was the ultimate leader, <laughs> the ultimate coach and the ultimate guide. And so first and foremost, that's where I go. Um, but absolutely I lean into my husband frequently. He's very wise. Um, I was gonna say he's a wise guy, but I didn't mean it like that. <laughs> Uh, he's very wise. And um, I feel like we've found a great partnership with each other uh, where we support one another and build each other up. And then, you know, um, I have some mentors in my life that, um, you know, family members and also, you know, just professional mentors and friends that that I go to depending on the situation. So, um, you know, everyone has their strengths. And um, I'm I just I lean into that mm. as as it applies. Uh, faith is so powerful. I love that you said that. That got me through divorce and just my next level of what life looks like. And, um, yeah. you know, when there's nobody else on your side and you're looking for something, you know, dig into Jesus and he will do his work and he will use you in the way that he wants to use you. Yeah. Um, that was a big life lesson that I learned. And um, yeah, not to control the future and, and, you know, you can't control everything and just be open and let him yep. guide you. So uh, totally. Life for sure. And what's cool is he's with you when no one's on your side and he's still with you when everyone's on your side. Huh? He's always there constant. Uh, love that. And what, what would be your most satisfying entrepreneur moment so far in your career? My most satisfying entrepreneurial moment has been, um, watching my clients, one in particular, just really transform herself and her life and start saying yes to what she wants to do. Mm. Um, watching her start to live out the life that she feels is meant for her. That has been the most enjoyable. Incredible. Yeah. I think the transformation of people, right. That's why you're in the business that you are in. Yeah. And that's why I love coaching businesses and, and kids at baseball, because that, that end result, those rewards are never ending. And yeah. You know, even I think you were just talking before about uh, riding in the car with your kid. He'll never forget that, you know, when you picked him up from school and, and you took time out of your day to go get him. Yeah. Um, so just creating those memories and, and those making a difference. So, yeah, love that about you. And uh, tell us where we can find you, Kristen, as we wrap up at the 30 minute mark. Tell us, yeah. you know, how how other moms can, can find your company. Absolutely. Well, you can find me, you've got me streaming down there, kmbcoaching.com. You can find me on Facebook, KMB Coaching. You can find me on Instagram, KMB underscore coaching. I'm on LinkedIn. I mean, I'm pretty much everywhere you want to go. Um, <laughs> and then you can listen to my podcast, The EQ Coach for Moms. Um, and you can always, uh, you know, look me up. And if you have a question, you can't find what you're looking for, just go to my website, kmbcoaching.com and it links you everywhere you need to be wonderful so let's end with a value bomb Kristen. tell us one thing uh that's really important for the field of dreams audience here yeah something that's really important i would say is focus on progress mm -hmm. over perfection um it's all about the process and it's all about the learning and as long as you just stick in there and remember that progress is <laughs> key. Um, you'll get there eventually. Just don't give up and keep moving forward. Woo. What a show. Kristen, thank you so much for your time. You've been a pleasure. It's been an honor to be become friends with you and uh, just integrate you integrate with you here in Texas and hope you got some value out of this. And thank you for Absolutely. bringing me. Thanks so much for having me, Stephen. This is fun.
Cool. We'll definitely have you on again. And uh, we wish you the best of luck with your business. And if you need anything, please let us know. Awesome. Thank you. All right. Have a great night. Thank you. You too. All right, guys. So that concludes episode number 21 with Kristen Bartholomew, uh, the EQ coach for moms. She dropped some uh, value bombs uh, about her one-to-one -one coaching, group coaching, team trainings, workshops, and speaking engagements. So uh, if, you're, if you're a mom that's stuck and maybe don't know where to say yes, don't know where to say no, and go after your field of dreams, Kristen is a great contact for you. Uh, check out her website at www.kmbcoaching.com and check out her podcast at the EQ Coach for Moms podcast. So she is on all social media platforms as well. Uh, so uh, let's end with top sponsors here for the show. We have Woodruff Windows. Make your home more cozy with energy-efficient windows. We do everything from picture windows, sliding windows, casements, and single hungs. Uh, we, it saves anywhere between 12% on your energy bills uh, by replacing your windows in your home. Uh, we use a vinyl energy-efficient window right out of Fort Worth, Texas. And uh, it's a lifetime warranty on all parts and hardware. Also, it increases your aesthetics, better ventilation, ease of use, and it protects your HVAC system. So why not use Woodruff Windows? We put the win in window. And last but not least, SRO Business Coaching. Coach SRO will help small to mid-sized companies scale and grow on a cleat string budget. Uh, he is a speaker, a coach, and a business leader. And if you need business, baseball or windows, he's the guy to go to. So thank you, everybody, for tuning in tonight. Everybody have a great night, and we'll talk soon.